Honest Asari, welcome to the podcast, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jordan. No, I'm, uh, I'm pumped to get you on. We've had a couple of back and forths on, on the platform and all those sorts of things, but uh, it'd be good to just have a bit of a sit down and a discussion around uh, some of the things that you're seeing out there and some of your philosophies and everything else like that. But uh, everything else been good in your world, mate? Yeah, mate. Um, look, I guess where I'm at, I'm, I'm just growing and um, expanding, which is always good. So um, with my uh, company, Window Property Group, so I've got a business partner on board now, a team of five. So just buying property and um, helping as many clients as we possibly can. So it's, it's an exciting time for us right now. I love that, mate. Team of five. It's uh, it's growing pretty rapidly. You must be uh, doing doing pretty well for yourselves. Trying to, man. Trying to. Uh, late nights, long hours. So you know how it is. I know. You. Know, it's uh, just proves proves your value and what you get delivering for your clients. So um, no, that that's great, mate. Uh, so I I guess in terms of that on on sort of the property side of things, I mean. If you had your own sort of philosophy around building out a portfolio, um, what do you think it would be? Uh, my own philosophy, that's a good question, uh, Jordan. So I guess really what I'm implementing for my clients, so um, really um, what I tend to focus on or target is mid-market um, properties with, uh, with capital growth potential and um, decent rent, rental yields. Uh, reason why is because I find that life can get in the way and um, if you can't service that property accordingly, um, you're just, you know, flabbergasted, you're frustrated, there's a whole bunch of stuff and and you don't want to be forced to kind of, kind, of, kind of sell your golden goose, right? So mid-market properties are, are around the 400 to 500k mark uh, with decent rental return, rental yield. Uh, that's the, the, the cream of the crop for me. And when I say value add, uh, the ability to manufacture growth, renovating, working on a granny flat at the back as well. Uh, that's, that's where I'm at and um, that's what I do for myself and my clients and um, haven't looked back since. Yeah, nice, man. I like it. It's good that you've got like you you nailed what asset that you're after and what you're looking for for your clients. I think that's so important, especially with you know someone's potentially looking to work for you. At least you know what you're going to be able to d- deliver for them. And um, given that you're sort of in and out of that space every single day, um, you must be able to hunt down some some pretty good deals along along the process. If you know that's what you're you're locking into. Um, now, if you had the opportunity to, to go back and have a bit of a, a chat to, to young honest, not that you're, you're too old now, but um, what, what would you be able to go back and, and tell yourself if you start first started building out your portfolio? Yeah. Um, that's, that's awesome. So um, I nearly got swindled into a house and land package, um, even, um, purchasing a unit out in Liverpool, right? And we all know what um, these oversupplied markets have done. They've done dog shit for um, people that have bought them. And uh, for a lot of people, they've decreased in value. So um, what would I tell young owners is research and invest in mentors, invest in books. And um, thankfully, I did that, so I'd just be repeating 
the same thing to myself really so um yeah having people that have done it that have the know-how the ex- ex- expertise to um achieve what you want to achieve that's always really important man yeah i think that education piece is so critical it's, it's, that's a great answer because not a lot of the guests typically say that they'd go back and say oh, i'd tell myself to go and buy in melbourne in this location or whatever it might be but i think the education piece is much more important to uh get you know you can teach someone you can give someone a fish or you can teach someone to fish and then they can they can eat forever so um i think that's a really good point i, th- I think i butchered that saying <laughs> really well but yeah yeah you were, it's a good you, saying you were pretty close man how does how does it go you can teach a man how to fish. Don't no no wait, wait. is I think I'm quoting Borat here. Um, but he used, he doesn't use the the fish reference. Um, he uses some something else. I, I think it's school for fish. Sorry, fish, yeah. So you can you you can give a man a fish, or you can teach him how to fish, and he will eat forever. Something like that, right? So. Some along yeah. those lines, I think uh, <laughs> the listeners get, get get the picture. But yeah, so you bang on, mate. I think it's super important. Um, now, I mean, you don't have to sort of jump into too much detail in your own portfolio, but is there anything that you have in there that um, you'd feel is a bit of a mistake, or you'd change if you could, or um, even if you had changed something in the past, what was it? Have you got something that you could share with us? Now with my own portfolio, I think I've done uh, relatively well, um, especially in these last couple of years with COVID just lifting everyone's um, asset prices uh, up for people that have bought well in established areas. Um, I guess really um, where I'm at now is just looking at more creative strategies to kind of manufacture growth for myself and other clients, whether it be by um, doing um, a development, potentially splitter blocks, um, all, all that kind of fun stuff. So that's where I'm, I'm at with uh, my journey and um, experimenting with those things. Um, reason being is I've got a background in construction as well. Um, engineer by trade, left that. and. Um, got into construction as an engineer. So I was doing engineering uh, for the CSIRO in research and development. So it was pretty much sick of, you know, being behind a computer all day doing research. So I thought construction would be fun. And I'm like, no, this this is not for me. And then I guess I found real estate or real estate found me. And uh, yeah, it's it's been awesome so far. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about that journey from you know engineer to, to buyer's agent because it's something that I see quite regularly is someone will either have like a numbers background or you know um, have a really good sort of corporate job and then transition that income into uh, building out their own portfolio. But was there sort of like a light bulb moment for you that sort of flipped the switch to go, okay, now I'm going to start that that the buyer's agent journey? Yeah, man, a hundred percent. Because I, I was always a people person, and um, I guess the background uh, and analytical skills that was kind of um, I wouldn't say second nature, but it did come natural to me. So um, 
but I just really like dealing with people. So I guess rather than being on the construction site, rather than being in a lab, um, that light bulb moment came to me whereby I can do or pursue both kind of skill sets and both passions while working with people and being able to communicate um, properly and talk properly to them and help them understand um, certain property jargon um, and just um, how that whole property transaction kind of works and um, using my background and analytical, analytical skills, I guess, from um, engineering and, and, and all that kind of, kind of stuff to kind of substantiate the findings and, um, you know, report that and then help them make that informed decision on that particular property they're about to purchase. Yeah, I think it's so critical to have you know, a bit of that number numbers background as well because you can do all the numbers and the due diligence, you know, understand, and especially being an engineer as well, you can sort of pick out things that some others without an engineering background wouldn't be able to. So um, I think that's super important at least to have some time on the on the ladder and know how things operate. But, yeah, there comes a point in time where, um, you know, you start to sort of follow your passions and pursue your dreams and it ends up into becoming a, a career. Now, uh, mate, there's a thousand and one of them out there, but if you had sort of one sort of favorite property, one liner, what would it be? Hopefully one liner. So um, I recently stumbled across this one, um, read it in the book. Um, I don't know if it's Benjamin Franklin or Theodore Roosevelt, but I'll say it anyway. I've probably butchered it, but um, that's fine. Uh, So it goes like this. You can have anything you want as long as you help as many people get what they want. So, um, yeah, so that, uh, that like, I kind of went back to that quote that I read and I read it again and it was like, like, who am I helping to help them achieve what they want? And in that same process, um, helping myself get what I want. So, um, yeah, so then I kind of thought about it and um, went deeper and then it was like, you know, like everything is kind of energy, money is energy, and um, it just symbolizes that. So the effort and all that that I'm, I'm putting now into helping a particular client, person, group of people, whatever, that's going to be reciprocated and and I'd be able to, you know, do what, what I want to do, right? So help as many people... Um, get what they want and in turn I can get what um, I want so then it was I guess property is my vehicle into uh, realizing that and um, yeah so that's that's my one liner that's a cracker it it is a really good one because it's it's so true you can um, you know chase and fight and crawl to try and get whatever you want and sort of burn people along the journey or you can help them on their journey and their path, help them achieve their goals. And on the same time, they're going to help you on, on the way through. So uh, they'll, they'll return the favor. So um, yeah, I, I love that, mate. I think it's um, I think it's an absolute cracker, uh, but thanks for coming on today, mate. You've been a bit of a ripper of a guest. So uh, hopefully we can get you back on sometime soon. Oh yeah. hundred percent, man. Definitely. <laughs> I appreciate that. Let's do it, mate. Well, um, look after yourself and, and we'll chat soon, yeah? Yeah, awesome, Legend. Thanks for having me on, man. 